Hey guys, just jumping on real quick here to talk about Anchor. If you haven't heard of it, Anchor is through Spotify. It's one of the easiest ways just to be able to produce a podcast. It's got everything you need in just one place. So Anchor has the tools. It allows you to record, edit, do everything you need to make a podcast right from your phone or your computer. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcasts on different platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many different more. It's an awesome tool. I love using it. I've been using it for a little bit now. And the cool thing about it is it's absolutely free. So if you're interested in starting up a podcast, if you're interested in getting involved in podcast work, then download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Narcissistic abuse is oftentimes hidden. Do your friends, do your family understand what's going on? Does it feel like no one else understands you and what's actually transpiring in your relationship? Does it seem like you don't have a clue of how to be able to express it, of how to be able to talk to different people about it? It's because a lot of times narcissistic abuse is very well hidden. You see, a narcissist wants to be able to have a mask. They want to be able to put something up in front of them and in front of everybody else that portrays a different reality than what they're experiencing, than what they're actually living out on a day-to-day basis. This reality oftentimes looks very good and very uh, pleasurable, very happy, very great, very connected in their relationships. But oftentimes, it's full of lies, deceit, gaslighting, and manipulation. You see, a narcissist wants to be able to put that mask out to other people to make other people feel like the relationship's great while inside the relationship you're suffering and you're feeling like you're going crazy and you don't have a clue of what's actually going on. And when you start reaching out to different people, it's like no one wants to believe you. No one even thinks that it's real. You reach out to friends and family member and they're like, you've never talked about this before. Like, this has never been something you've brought up. Like, like, are you sure this is actually happening? Like, what's going on? And you start to feel crazy, even more so. A lot of times this is almost scripted out. This is demonstrated and this is shown through the narcissist, through the narcissistic relationship to be able to get you to a place where you're so isolated, where your story is so convoluted that other people won't realize and won't understand. You've probably talked to different friends. You've probably talked to different family members that have looked at you and been like, what's the problem? Like, your relationship looks great. Like, I don't see a problem in it at all. Like, he looks like a great dad. She looks like a great mom. Like, why would it be such an issue? And then when you start to reveal more of what's happening, they start to be like, that's that doesn't even make sense. That's not even like them. Like, I've never seen them act that way. Like, like what are you talking about? And it almost feels like you're crazy trying to demonstrate and share this is what's happening. A lot of times when you get into a narcissistic relationship, you go through the idealization phase from the narcissist. You go through that where a lot of times it has love bombing. It has the aspect of putting you up on a pedestal. And it also has the aspect of them manipulating themselves to be like, hey, this is the person that you want. They're literally constructing the mask on the fly, putting all the pieces together so that they like the same movies or the same music or they connect on the same level about the same things. And all of a sudden it feels like that relationship is the best thing ever. It seems like that relationship is probably one of the most intricate and amazing, like purposeful things that you've ever experienced. The problem is a lot of times the narcissist will do that to build that connection point. 
And as they do that, you start telling friends and family how amazing it is, like most relationships would. You start telling them, it's so great. We're so connected, all this stuff, and it seems really wonderful. But then as the relationship changes, as there's a small tweak, and whether that's you know a small tweak of them starting to bait you or test you or devalue you, or whether that's a bigger change of the mask falling off from moving in together or getting engaged or getting pregnant or whatever might happen, sometimes those big moments will happen and you'll start to see a completely different side of the narcissist. The problem at that point is everybody else doesn't believe it. Everybody else doesn't see it. It's only you. And you're like, well, maybe it's just me. Maybe it's something that I need to work on. Maybe it's something that I need to get better at. And so you try to change different things because you think, because they're telling you, because you think that it's you. All the while, while you're talking about that, you're telling friends and family that it's still a good relationship because that's the perception, that's what they got at the beginning. And so you continue telling that. And over a while, the abuse gets worse and worse and worse. And then it feels even worse to be able to share with people. It invokes a lot of shame. Like, what are people going to think when they realize that my relationship is awful? What are they going to think when they realize that I stuck in this relationship longer than what I probably should? And a lot of times that keeps people from actually opening up, from actually sharing their story or sharing what's actually going on. Other times you get people with different families that they're going to feel judged. They're going to say it's not acceptable for me to get a divorce because of my religion or because of my culture or whatever it might be. So I just have to tough it out. Maybe they experience the same stuff in their relationships, in their past, in their um, childhood. And they're embarrassed. Of like, how could I get back with someone that abused me already? How could I get back with someone that had the same looks or attributes as someone else that did these same abusive behaviors? And a lot of times people don't want to share. Are you around other people that just don't believe you? That don't believe what you're going through? Because a lot of that narcissistic abuse is hidden. Maybe you're watching today and you're watching this because someone recommended the video because you don't believe what they're going through or you don't see it. What I need you to understand is you typically aren't going to see it because it's very hard. As a narcissist, being on this platform, a self-aware narcissist, like the goal of being in that relationship was to be good, was to look right, was to be able to portray myself in a certain way that gave validation from everyone else's admiration towards me. But the person that didn't get that, the person that didn't get my admiration, the person that didn't get that love was the person closest to me, was my wife. And she didn't get that because as keeping her in that relationship, keeping her in that devaluation mode, it made her seem crazy to everybody else whenever she'd say that I was a bad person because no one else had that impression. If anything, they had an impression from reactive abuse or from me manipulating the situation or me gaslighting her that she was the problem. And even going into counseling and things like that, couples counseling would manipulate that situation to be like, hey, it's not me. It must be her. A lot of times people don't see narcissistic abuse. Sometimes when they see it, they only think of abuse being physical violence. They normally think of like physical violence only being when someone is hitting them or beating them. Sometimes people think that like it would be so much easier to leave the relationship if they were physically abusing me. No, not necessarily. Physical violence isn't just when they meet contact with you. 
It's when they throw the chair across the room. It's when they smash plates in front of you to intimidate you. There's all different types of physical violence that happen that people need to wake up on and people need to realize, hey, this is abuse. You have emotional and mental abuse as well that happens in the relationship. You have sexual abuse. All different types of abuse that happen inside the confines of a relationship that people don't realize, that people don't see. Now, when we talk about covert narcissists and we talk about how that's hidden, they're the experts at hiding it. Think of a grandiose narcissist that has a mask saying they're a good person and then add another mask on top of that, and that's a covert narcissist. And what you've got is the covert narcissist, they're way more passive-aggressive. They're going to do the things that trigger you in private and in public that people aren't going to understand, that people aren't going to realize. Think of the moments of the covert narcissist being passive-aggressive, always belittling you, always tearing you down, always making you feel like you were the worst person in the entire world by their actions, by their attitudes, and what they're giving to you. Then you have them where they belittle you in a certain way, and they get you frustrated or fired up or riled up or whatever. And then you go out in public, and you're with friends and family, and they say the same thing that to everybody else seems not that bad, just seems like a joke. But it's not a joke. Because you know the abuse that follows that statement when you're at home. Covert narcissists are very sneaky with that. That's the aspect of dog whistling. They're very sneaky at that of being abusive, but keeping it so well hidden. If you're watching this video today and maybe someone shared it with you that said, hey, you don't understand what I'm going through, I want you to give this person grace. And I want you to give the other person like, the time of day to be able to listen and be able to realize that, hey, their experiences are real. And it might not match up in your mind. It might not make sense to you. But in reality, it makes a whole lot of sense to them because they're the ones experiencing it. You probably need to give them more thought, more clarity, and more validity than what you might be doing. A lot of people out there don't understand what narcissistic abuse is. They don't understand the devious ways that it comes, infiltrates lives, destroys relationships, breaks apart families, and obliterates trust. If you don't know who I am, my name is Ben Taylor. I am a narcissist. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this platform trying to provide awareness to people about what the action is, what it does, how it destroys, and then also provide a way to help people heal, grow, and change. I hope to be able to do that on a day-to-day -day basis, whether that's dropping nuggets of truth on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, whether it's communicating on like the podcast, whether that's interacting on the NARCAP for survivors and for people that are working on getting out of those relationships so they can learn about narcissism, so they can get monthly coaching, so they can engage on a day-to-day -day basis of saying, hey, this is my truth, and this is me tracking my growth and my progress, because that's essential recording YouTube videos, going live every week on Wednesdays and Thursday nights typically, where I'm trying to interact and tell people about narcissism, because that's what it's about. Awareness, growth, healing, and change. I hope you'll be on that journey. I hope you'll work toward that journey. I hope you'll support someone who's on this journey as they try to learn more about themselves, more about the craziness that they've just had to go through, more about trying to get free and be that support for other people out there.